This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress. We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 147. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Tara Clays. And I'm Liam Dempsey. Today, we're joined by Patrick Rowland. Patrick is obsessed with e-commerce. He's created e-commerce websites for clients. He's worked at WooCommerce in support, development, and product management. And he creates courses on LinkedIn and learning for WooCommerce. He's written several books on e-commerce. And he also runs WooSesh, an online conference all about WooCommerce. Patrick, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. We're really glad to have the opportunity to get to know you better and have a little chat. Can you tell us more about yourself? Yeah, well, uh, so I did forget to write down one thing. I now work at Nexus as a product marketing manager, and we specialize in e-commerce hosting. So I'm still doing even more e-commerce. And then out, uh, I've also was the lead organizer for WordCamp Denver the last couple of years. Um, let's see. And I think just in personal life, I also love everything board game. Ooh, I'm excited to talk about that because we've done a lot of board gaming, like probably a lot of people have over, over the uh, pandemic lockdown, cozy up at home kind of stuff uh-huh. happening. My daughter came home from college and she is obsessed with this game that has trains in it and you have to connect the trains across the country. Uh-huh. And Ticket to Ride? Ticket to Ride is the name. Yeah. I'm terrible at it. I don't like it. You cannot multitask in that game, which is something that really bothers me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but there's apparently versions like um, oh, yeah. in, in Scandinavia version yep. and all these different versions, which would make it much harder if you're not familiar with what's where. So... Uh, yeah, it's a game I'm newly familiar with. Yeah. It's a very good in the board game world. That's a, a gateway game, we'd call it. So it's okay. it's the game to get people into the hobby. So if that's too much, many other <laughs> all the games. On the, I know this is a podcast and many most people can't see behind me, but all most of the games behind me are more complex than that. OK, I'm not sure it's the complexity. It's the it's the like singular thing you can do on a turn. Like, why yes. can't you get tickets and build a train? Yeah, that, but you got me going. <laughs> I like Scrabble. <laughs> I'm terrible at word games. I can guarantee everyone in the world can beat me at, at any word game. I'm just, it, my brain doesn't work that way, so I, I give you kudos. Yeah, fun, fun. Well, I bet there are, uh, are there a lot of new games out? There are, yeah. People are still launching games on Kickstarter and games are still coming out. Uh, my friend's game uh, behind me, which I'm pointing to, is called The Alpha. That just came out this summer. So like games, and games are like a long production cycle. So this is so nerdy. This is not related to WordPress at all. But like games have like a two-year development cycle for most. So by the time you license a game to a publisher as a game designer, then they'll usually take one to three years, probably around two years on average, to get it to, to get uh, to figure out how big the box should be, how much it should cost, come up with the artwork and then release it. Cool. Have you ever made a game? Do you have any games? Yes. Uh, yeah, so I have a game. It's super tiny behind me. It's called Fry Thief. And it's a game about stealing French fries because they're delicious. And then I just licensed my first, so that I self-published. And then I just licensed my first game called Kintsugi, which is about um, fixing objects with gold rather than throwing them away and buying a new one. It's a Japanese tradition called Kintsugi uh, a couple weeks ago. So in about two years, you'll see it oh. on Kickstarter. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my Christmas list for uh, 2022 or 2023. There we go. There we go. Um, it's it's a it's a fun hobby. Uh, although I'm glad, like 
the margins in the board game world are like tiny and like it's much easier to like sell a WordPress website to someone than to sell someone a board game and keep 50 cents. Let me just ask you briefly, if I can, about your your creative process for board games. Are you loving the creative concept of what would be a great way to have a game and have a challenge? Are you a writer and you love to tell a story? Are you, you said you send it off to designers to do all the design work. So where's your focus? What, 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 what gets your goat on this? Yeah. Um, so first of all, the main reason I like board games is I like being around the table and just ex- in experiencing things with people. It's a fun, like if I were to be like, Hey Liam, let's sit down for two hours and stare into each other's eyes. Like you're probably going to feel a little bit awkward about that. Whereas if I say, Hey, let's play a game. We can play ticket to ride. That's about an hour long game. Let's play ticket to ride for an hour. That feels so much more comfortable. Just pe- people in general, just comfortable with it. So that's why I love board games. And then I, uh, the, the question in the board game world is, do you start with theme or mechanic theme is like, wouldn't it be cool to make a game about trains mechanic, uh, for ticket to ride. For those of you who know, it would be like, this is a, a set collection game where if you get four green cards then you can build a line on the green part of the board, right? That that's the mechanics of ticket to ride. Um, I, oh man, I guess I, I guess I, it's some sort of blend between the two is I, I like to have a, a clear, concise idea of the mechanics. And I really care about the theme. Some people, some people design board games, just mechanics. It's like, this is a game where we're making widgets and then they figure out all the cool ways to, I get a, two widgets, you get one widget, she gets three widgets and they sell that to a publisher and the publisher will come up with the theme for them, uh, which is not my style at all, but some people do do that. Interesting. I think we could probably talk about board games a lot. It's been on my mind. I had a dream that I was told that I watched too much TV with my husband. We should do some more interactive things than just watch shows. So we have started playing some games, which is fun. How about cards? Do you play cards too? I do like cards. Um, I think my favorite card, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite memories ever of all time is this like fishing trip I took when I was like 14 or something. And it was me, my dad, my cousin, and my grandpa. And we played hours and hours and hours and hours of uh euchre there we go and i love that i love the the, uh, trick-taking games in general but that sort of card play is very fun very enjoyable um but you do need to be with a group of people who like it right like like if if three people like euchre and the fourth person's like what's a trick-taking game it's not going to be a good experience um but i I do love card games great cool Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk a little bit about WordPress. So um, WordPress and WooCommerce, because WooCommerce is your thing. And certainly all the buzz, right? WooCommerce is a pretty popular thing. Now it's really part of WordPress, actually, right? Um, So talk a little bit about how you got into it. You know, I got into it. um, One of the best things that I ever did was I helped kickstart a meetup group way back. I lived in, I live in Denver now. I lived in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin then. And there was this like WordPress meetup group just sitting there. Like people were registered, but no one was running the meetings. And so I started running the meetings and it was from one of those meetings that someone, I was asking about e-commerce for a client project. My very first, what would end up being my first e-commerce site. And I was like, how do we sell things online? And so it was great. It came from this meetup group that was just sitting there on uh, like untapped potential and several people in my meetup all said WooCommerce is great. I tried this one. It didn't work. I tried this one. It didn't work. And I came back to WooCommerce and, it, and it's great. Um, so it, it's really cool that it came from like my local meetup group. I built it for a client site 
And I, I think this is helpful is the very first site I built it with was a, it was like a catalog site. Like you couldn't buy anything online right then, but they wanted to add e-commerce later. And so there's just a cool extension called catalog visibility options that lets you turn your online store into just a catalog. It turns off the add to cart button and the cart feature. And it was the best way to get started with WooCommerce because you dealt with all the front end stuff without like, oh God, what are the taxes on this side? It's just that that's really scary. And so I got a real, I got, I was, I feel like I was gently escorted into WooCommerce. That sounds a nice way into it because there is, oh, we'll just settle it online and especially in COVID, right? Just, you got to sell it online. And, and you know, to some extent, the selling's easy. It's the taxes, the shipping, the tracking order, the shipment rates for physical products. It gets pretty complicated or at least convoluted in a hurry, doesn't it? Yeah, it can. I mean, so when I, so I, I whenever I go to WordCamps, I, I have a WooCom intro to WooCommerce chat that I like to give. And my, the three things that I bring up in that intro to WooCommerce is like, it, it really is a WordPress site with shipping payment and taxes added on. And so if you can understand those three things, you're good to go. But those three things are, are big things. Like you can't just like look it up in an hour and know everything about shipping and know everything about taxes and know everything about payment gateways. And uh, I, I, I think it's all very manageable, but like when a client comes to you for a new WordPress site and they're like, Hey, I want to have this thing where it's, it's like Facebook and it does this and it does this and it does this. You're like, Whoa, let's, let's start a little bit smaller. And I think if people knew how to do that with WooCommerce, then people would, people would be less scared of e-commerce. Like, great. We're going to start by selling one product with USPS and we're going to use Stripe. We can always go, we can always grow from there with more products and bundles and uh, cool express free express shipping on $200 or more. Like there's things you can do later but let's just start with the simple stuff. Uh, but because otherwise you do get overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. And I'm going to take this opportunity to give a shout out to the folks at Nexus, not because you're on the show and, and the like, but because you're on the show. Um, I had the opportunity, somebody came to me uh, and said, hey, I have a WooCommerce site. I'm on a, a well-known host. The site's really slow. Can you help me? And I said, look, I'm, I am not an expert at WooCommerce. You don't want me digging in to try to speed optimize. But I can tell you out of the box, good hosting matters. Maybe we should move it. So uh, I, I, your, your colleagues walked them onto the server from their existing host. They managed the whole process. And WooCommerce on Nexus, frighteningly fast. I, I, I have never been on a fast WooCommerce site until I did it for this client. And my client thinks I'm just amazing. And uh, you know, all I did, and I was candid about it to my client, like they're going to do all the work. I'm just going to make sure that you don't have to talk to them directly. Yeah. And what a great service. What a, what a really exciting thing. And, and thank you to you and your oh. colleague for putting that together. Cause that, that was amazing. I was really blown away by that. Wow. Well, uh, thank you. That's great. I was uh, not, I was not expected, uh, prepared to hear that. So it's very exciting to hear. There's, um, I think I want to bring up two things quick is number one, there is a 15 day performance challenge. If you just want to see what your website looks like on Nexus, you can just Google it 15 day performance challenge. But the, the other thing is, I don't think people realize this, but it's totally different to optimize a static site versus a dynamic site. So Nexus is all about dynamic sites, which is why we specialize in e-commerce and membership sites. Um, because that's what we like, that's, that's hard. And that's why we like to focus on the hard thing, but it is, it is very different. And if you're used to just optimizing speeding, right. If you've only ever built WordPress sites and someone says, Hey, can you speed up my WooCommerce site? They're like, cool. I'll cache every page. And it's like, well, you might not want to do that because caching and e-commerce can be, can, can have problems. Um, so it, yeah. a whole different ball game. Yeah. 
I thought you were going to give a shout out also because Nexus and Liquid Web sponsor our podcast or they host. Well, they do that too. I just didn't want to shout out too much and too often about (laughs) the great support we get from them. But that, but that, but that WooCommerce experience isn't because they're they're sponsors, you know. And and this is a little bit self serving too because now this saves me having to write a blog post about how great service was because I'll just I'll just link to this show. But it was it was fantastic. Everything from the technology, the stack. Uh, the new customer portal continues to get even better, and uh, yeah, and just uh, the 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 speed of the server. My client can't believe it, and he's I don't have to do anything more to my site. It's good. I'm done. Oh, yep, great. That that's what we um I think about this a lot. Um, I want everyone to do the thing that they're best at. So if you are best at building sites, then you shouldn't fo- then you shouldn't be spending a significant amount of your time on hosting. And if you're good at hosting sites, don't spend time building them. Um, so. That's why I like to find people who are very good at what they do, um, just in, in all areas of life, even outside of WordPress. And I, I'd like, that's, I think that's a goal is right. If you're good at building websites, you do that. We'll, we'll figure out how to keep it online and, and, and speedy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of companies are, are acquiring other companies that are good at things so that they can be good at them mm-hmm. too. Right. Yeah. So that's the other trend we're seeing happening for sure. Yeah. Patrick, I'm going to ask you a question we ask all of our guests, which is how they define success. So whether it's your personal life, professional life, a combination of the two or more, um, how do you define success? Good question. You know, um, I run, fun side fact, I run a board game design podcast and I ask a question called, what does success look like to you? So I've, what's great is I actually am used to asking this question and I'm not used to answering it. Uh, So I have a weird definition. No, I have a weird definition for success in that I don't like goals because goals are this thing that you fail at every day until you hit the goal. And so in the last, especially five years, let's say, I've been focusing on building habits and those habits that will eventually lead to some sort of success. So rather than saying, I want to have a world famous blog, I will say, I want to write a post once a week. And so I set these like habitual things that are easier to do. Um, and then success eventually comes. It's sort of like, I guess it feels like mathematically, eventually it's going to happen. Um, as opposed to, I need to get a book deal. I will just write enough blog posts. So my first, the first time I ever wrote a book about WooCommerce, I just wrote enough blog posts about WooCommerce and then a publisher came to me. That That's incredibly fortunate, but also I've written over a hundred blog posts about WooCommerce. So when they did a little bit of research to find someone to write for them, they came across my site. So I think... I'm a big fan of like creating systems and habits that are super easy um, to follow rather than like, I want to have 50,000 visits a year, or I want to make $10,000 a year on my board game website. Um, my, my, one of my uh, resolutions for this year is I want to get better about my personal finances. Cause I've, they've always been fine. I've just like never like, but now I just have a monthly check-in. It's in my to-do list. I check it off monthly. It only takes me like an hour just to grab all my numbers and put in a little spreadsheet. And I feel so much better. Like just knowing, Oh, okay, good. Okay. We paid down that debt. Good. Oh, we added some to our retirement account. Great. We're all on track here. And before it was just willy nilly chaos whenever I had money. Anyways, I, so that's how I define success is by creating little systems that are very easy to make, very easy to run rather than setting big lofty goals that are depressing until you hit them. Yeah, that's that. Have you read the book Atomic Habits? Sounds like some of what you're saying is kind of what's... Uh, this is embarrassing, but I don't think I've finished it. I actually love it. I have like a million bookmarks. And for whatever yeah. reason, I got 
left the book alone and I think I've gone back to podcasts. I think it's about halfway done. I love it. Uh, James Clear, right? He's yeah, a- I think you've, you got the, you got the gist of it though, from, from what your, your approach is in terms of building these incremental habits yeah. to reach goals is, you know, that's kind of the, the method behind that and making it easy to, uh, making it easy to, to have those habits, right? Like if you want to drink more water, you know, fill up two water bottles and keep them on your desk so that when you run out, you have a backup, like I just showed you. So um, yeah, little things like that, setting up systems to help you be successful with your habits. So yes, thank yeah. you for sharing your your uh, view of success. It's fun to answer after asking it, hopefully. I, Liam and I ask each other that about once a year and it is fun to think about it you know, yeah. from your own perspective. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Patrick, I, I like that shifting perspective. You're not saying that the goal, whatever it is, isn't kind of out there in some ethereal kind of way, but it's not the primary focus. The primary focus is to better yourself in some substantive way. I like that a lot. How far, how far does that go in your life in the sense of you're doing it professionally, uh, you're doing a little bit around your personal finances, you know, does that come into play? You know, I want to eat better. I want to, you know, be a nicer person, not to say that you're not nice, whatever your kind of personal growth and development goals, how does that, how does that play out for you? I try to put it into everything I do. So, okay. So hold on off the top of my head here. Uh, let's, let's talk about productivity books. Uh, so atomic habits, um, the one thing, uh, essentialism, um, smarter, faster, better. Uh, there's a million books about this that I just, and I tried, I do try to apply to everything in my life. So I think a good example is (laughs) this is so nerdy. Uh, so there is a little contest in my company to get the most steps every month. We have a little Fitbit challenge. And there was someone who I, I love walks. I walk my dog twice a day. Um, and then my partner walks it twice, him, the dog twice a day. So I walk with my dog twice a day, which is a lot already. And this person was beating me and I wanted more outside time. And I wanted time to listen to my podcast. So at the start of this pandemic, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to set up a system that is so unbeatable that I will destroy this person at steps every month. And so I uh, added a four mile walk at the end of my work day. And guess who destroyed the step challenge every month? They had to change the rules. You can only win once a year. Um, so, so I, yeah, it's, it's weird. And the pandemic helps because now I have more free time, but I added a four mile walk, which is an hour and 20 minutes to the end of my work day. That is the end of my work day. When I'm done with that, like this is my office. And then I go into the living room and it's a nice transition from the end of the work day, but also like, I also set aside the time, right? Uh, so I apply the success and goals and systems to every part of my life, including step challenges. <laughs> yeah, I can tell that something that you might define yourself by is competitiveness combined to your board games and that story. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. Are you competitive in board games? Um, I don't know how to answer that. So there's... Hmm... So yes, I like I I like I like. Here's the best way to say this: I like optimization. So in games where it's like, mm, I can trade in one one square and get two circles. That's great. Or I can trade in one square and get three triangles. That's great. Uh, that's a better move if triangles are more valuable or the same value, right? Um, I, I like optimization. I like getting better, but I never want to do it at the expense of someone else. And there's a problem in in gaming in general. In board games, I also play tabletop games with little miniatures, uh, and video games where it's like it's like owning people. And like I just, there's never a point where I want someone to have a 
uh, a feel badsy. I never want someone to have a bad experience playing a game with me. So there is a, there is an extent that that goes to, which is why when I play a new game with someone for the first time, it's almost always like a quick called, they're called filler games, like a 20 minute game. That's like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this goes, Oh, cool. Look who won. And there's like more luck in those games. So I never want someone to have a bad experience, but yes, if I can get super nerdy and competitive with someone who knows the game, Oh, we're going to have that. We're going to have that uh, competitive match. Sounds like empathetic competition. Is that a new phrase? I've just coined Coined it. There you go. You're going to be famous now. Yeah, I like it. You heard it here first, Frope. <laughs> heard it here first. Patrick, what about what about e-commerce keeps you excited for so long? And you talked a little bit about optimization and you shared earlier or I shared about you that, you know, you've done client work, you've done product work actually on an e-commerce platform. You've done some training, you've written some books about it, and now you're working with a host that's really trying to gear its services, among other things, to to folks running e-commerce sites and businesses and the like. What about it makes you say, yeah, sign me up for another year? Great question. Um, <clears throat> I if, if it was possible, I would like everyone in America to have a side hustle or in the world. Why America? The whole world could have a side hustle. I think there's something powerful about owning your own thing and owning your own business and being responsible for something. And I love, so I worked for myself for the roughly the last two, no, maybe three years. And, uh, that's been great. It's been a great experience. I get to move very fast when I work by myself and get to execute very quickly and get to see things through to exactly my vision. And now at Nexus, we're a company of about a thousand people and there's like levels and layers and uh, bureaucracy that you have to like go through and it slows things down, but it's also this more like comprehensive, um, fully featured, fully thought through product. And I, I think it's just good for people to have both experiences. And I also think it's really good when people, if you ever have, like, if my boss was ever like, Patrick, you need to work the next 10 weekends in a row. I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, cause I have my own side business that I, I, I can run my, my LinkedIn learning and books and courses and stuff. That's more that, that I could absolutely pivot and do that full time if I wanted. And I think there's just something powerful about that. It's, it's just about, it's about, it's, it's, it's giving yourself an option to work for yourself in case you have a, a horrible boss, right? There's that expression, people join companies and quit because of bosses. I'm sorry, I messed that up. You can Google it, but it's something along those lines. And, you know, uh, I've been acquired before. I've had randomly new bosses have been added above me. And if you don't get along with them, there's usually very little you can do. So I think it's just about like independence and, and having a backup plan. Uh, I, I, I wish more people had like backup plans and had their own little enterprises. And, and just the last thing is I'm also personal finance nerd. I don't know why, but like we give small business owners so many deductions compared to regular workers. So like also if you have a small business and I get noise canceling headphones for a podcast interview, now it's a write-off. So there's also some just, you can save some money by running a small business. Do you have an entrepreneurial background or how did you get started in, in tech? Are you, what's your like growing up or how tell me where a little bit about that. I, so, so what's interesting. So I got, so I went to school at university of Wisconsin, green Bay, 
And then I got into a custom web development shop, right? At, actually, at the basically halfway through my senior year. So it was great. It was, this is 2008, 2009. Sorry, I don't remember the exact year, but it was like not a good time. And I had a job lined up and we were building really cool custom stuff for people, which I liked not even using WordPress, just custom PHP stuff. And, and later on, I joined other web, web companies and agencies and did stuff. But there, there was this super tiny little entrepreneurial tech community in Green Bay. And I got really involved and I, I was, I gave presentations about the things that I knew, which is custom PHP and WordPress. And they gave presentations about Drupal and Ruby on Rails and this and this and this. And I attended, there was a startup weekend event in Green Bay. So I love that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, it's hard to say you were into the startup world when you, when you're in Green Bay, but as much of a startup world as there was, I was into it and I love it. And it's, it's very cool to see people's dreams come true. You know what I mean? It's very cool to see people build things from scratch. Um, so I'm a big, I'm a big fan of that world. Um, and then, sorry, just quick shout out. Cause I, I live in Denver. I love it. There's this amazing thing called startup week, Denver. If you're ever anywhere near Denver in September, you gotta come. It's just phenomenal free sessions about startups. And I, I still go to it every year. It's amazing. And I love it. And I don't know if I want to work for a startup, but, uh, I love that culture. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. I do want to come to Denver. So maybe I'll, I'll make it correspond with that yeah. time frame. Yeah. Patrick, I want to ask you about advice. Our other question is really focused on what advice you might have picked up, read, encountered in a board game that you've worked successfully into your life. So something that, 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 that you brought in and made a habit of and you've reaped the rewards. What would you share with others from that? Um, great. Well, I have a thing rattling around my head and I, so I won't be able to remember the attribution who originally said it, but Someone said we, we, oh, oh boy. Let's see, let's see if I can get this out here. Um, we believe we can get more done in a year, but less done in 10 years. So I think we, so I think we say in a year, I want to start my business. And, and maybe it's like, maybe that's too much in a year. Like if you want to, so a silly example in board games, it usually takes two years to come from like a solid mechanical idea to launching a, a, a Kickstarter campaign. Uh, and I, I ran one of those and it did, it took me, I think like a year and a half from start to finish, maybe even two years. So I think we under, we don't, we don't realize how long certain things take, but then we also give them up at like six months or a year or a year and a half. And if we just continued for 10 years, you'd be amazed where you are, right? So I've, I feel like I've been in WordPress for, for probably around 10 years. And it's cool to think that, I, you know what? Yeah, so I was a student web developer back at UW-Green Bay. And I was taking courses on HTML, CSS, and JavaScript on LinkedIn, LinkedIn Learning, which is formerly lynda.com at the time. And it's weird to think that seven years later, I would be teaching those courses. So I think we underval underestimate how much we can get done in 10 years and overestimate how much we can get done in one year. That's... So there's something about sticking to certain things that you think are going to make money or be good for your career or, or whatever. Um, but that's also really hard because you, because everything you do takes time and effort. And so I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I love this board game podcast I run and I know I could turn it into something in 10 years, but I think it's also time to end it and do something new. Uh, so there's, there's a really hard balance between continuing things for a couple of years and then deciding when to let them go. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Definitely. You're also hitting on a, something else I really like related to the whole habit goal topic, which is um, setting uh, 
achievable goals, right? Like the whole idea. I mean, you can even take what you say about a year and 10 years and into a day. Like if I have 20 things I need to do this week, I'm going to put them all on my to-do list for today. And then I'm going to feel crappy at the end of the day because I didn't do all 20 things instead of spreading it out into four things a day over the week, right? Um, Or saying, this week I have to build this website and since uh, saying Monday I'm going to make the homepage and Tuesday I'm going to make the header and footer or whatever those things are you know just the way that you approach your goals um, really makes a difference in how you feel about how you feel about yourself and about those goals I think so so I think that is related to the idea of over overestimating and underestimating what you can get done yeah thanks for sharing that that's great advice I just want to add a little thing there is I have, I do this to myself all the time. I would think after reading five bazillion books that I could just do it naturally, but I'll always do like sell board game on Facebook marketplace an old board game. I don't need anymore. And really it's take pictures of board game. That's step one. Number two, figure out how much I can reasonably get for this board game. Great. Number three, post it on a Facebook group. And if I write it, it's literally, it's a nine day difference between, I just need to write the three steps and it's so easy to just, Oh, take photos of it. Got it. Okay. Oh, this is easy. All right. Oh, look yeah. up. Sure. What are other people selling it for? Oh, that's easy. And post on Facebook. Oh, I already have the photos on my phone. This is so easy. And right now my post-it note says sell Batman uh, on a board game group. And I haven't done it because it's three steps that I wrote down <laughs> as one step. Um, so exactly. it, yeah, it's amazing how powerful that is. It is. Yeah. I could talk about that stuff all day. I love the, the book. The 12 week year is another uh, heard that kind one. of life changing uh, approach to goal setting but i geek out on that kind of stuff all the time <laughs> you totally do <laughs> i love you it's for amazing it. I that i get it. as little done as i do given how much attention i pay to how to get things done <laughs> you're busy learning about how to get them done you don't have time to actually do it that's true it's fun learning it's it's fun learning <laughs> and i'm being silly doing. terry you get more done than most okay. people i know <laughs> <laughs> no well um yeah so Liam, do you have anything else to ask Patrick before we wrap up? We're almost out of time. Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, Patrick, we're a year into COVID. E-commerce and websites is generally pretty, it's changed very quickly in the last year. Uh, what are your thoughts, predictions? What do you like to see? What are you expecting to happen Mostly around e-commerce, now that everybody is buying online, we're shipping, we're getting sent to our houses, buying online is easier, all that kind of stuff. What what are your expectations for the near future? It's a good, it's a big question. Um, so, okay, so if you read the headlines, um, you'll see lots of headlines about basically COVID accelerated existing trends. And so every year e-commerce was getting bigger and bigger by like one or 2% every year of total retail sales. Uh, and it did, it jumped ahead by about 10 years in e-commerce. I forget the exact numbers, but it jumped, it basically did 10 years of growth in like a couple months. And I, I do think for the most part that's here to stay. Um, but I think, so e-commerce and e-commerce is going to continue to grow. So if you were already doing e-commerce, especially if you're doing something that was like weights at home or, you know, if you're selling Peloton, right? Like there are certain industries that are just like crushing it right now, like personal fitness and probably home repair and probably board games. There's certain industries that are doing really well. 
But I, I think we shouldn't forget that I'm actually a big fan of like, try to also have some sort of brick and mortar tie in. I, I think lots of people like to still buy in a store and maybe you want to order it online, but I still want to return it to the store if it doesn't work. Like there's a great board game store down, down the road for me called wizard's chest and they have board game demos and they have Pete and I like painting miniatures and they have people that give you painting tips and they have all these things that I can't get from a, an online store. And so I just don't want people to think just because COVID happened, do not assume that hundred percent of sales are going to be online. There's still a huge, huge, huge number of people who really like at least picking up an item uh, at, at curbside pickup or returning it in person. And I don't think we should forget about that. Um, but I am very excited to see e-commerce growth. Um, would you like to know a very interesting near-term problem? Uh, where, so because, so for the 7% there's you in the U S unemployment rate, 7%, those 7% of people generally in hospitality services sectors are doing horribly, terrible, bad, terribly bad. The other 93% of people are doing pretty well. We are ordering so much more stuff from China right now that we do not have enough boats and shipping containers to put it all in. So we may actually see consumer good prices increase uh, in the near term future, right? So little plastic toys and stuff because they just have to pay more for containers, which is a crazy problem that we've uh, never had before. So that's a, it's a long, a weird short term problem that we'll have to deal with. Yeah, interesting. Wow. Thanks for sharing all that. <laughs> Welcome. I'm not sure if that's like you answered that very well for the amount of time we had left in the show. So thank you very much. That was fantastic. That was fantastic. I'm not sure that's ending on a positive note or not, but um, yeah. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) Where can people find you? It's life. There's good news. There's good and there's bad in it. It's life. It's good. It's a good. It's a good way. I like it. I vote. I vote to approve that ending. Okay, (laughs) we'll stick with it. We'll stick with it. Patrick, where can people find you online? Yeah. So you can hit me up on Twitter. I am at BF trick. Uh, and here's my podcast sign off B is in board game F is in fun and tri- T is in trick taking games. So BF trick uh, on Twitter. Uh, and then also speaking in bytes, B Y T E S is my website. I have over a hundred articles about WooCommerce. Feel free to rummage around. You'll probably find some neat things you can customize in WooCommerce. Uh, I have courses on LinkedIn learning. Um, WooSesh is this online conference that I do every year. So you can sign up now and we'll, when it comes around to the September, October timeline, we'll get out emails about that. Mm. Oh, and if you are interested in board games, go to laidback.games. That is my board game company where I sell Fry Thief. So I think, cool. I think that's all the places. Thanks, Patrick. Super Thank fun. You. I'm going to look up Fry Thief. I think I've seen that maybe, maybe from you or someone else on Twitter. So... Yeah, I'll yeah. give you a little Easter egg. There are so my top pledge on Kickstarter was you can add your likeness to the game. So several oh. people in the WordPress world are in the game. Oh, fun. Okay. I will have to look that up. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks so much. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Hope to see you in real life. Thanks, Patrick. What a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.